You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. What you are about to hear is real. The prophets wrote of a time when the signs of the end would be seen. This is where Bible prophecy and current events collide. This is Unsealed. All right, welcome, my friends, to Unsealed, the official podcast of Wings of the Eagle Ministry. Uh, President, yours truly, Pastor Manti here. Um, I welcome you. I hope this is not the worst title ever, but I think it might be, um, for an episode of anything, because no one wants to hear about that. No one wants to talk about that, um, unless you're being led by the Holy Spirit to find out either what it means or how to do it or how to get back to it or what have you. So hopefully it serves somebody. That's all we can do here, right? All right. Please, as you see in the description, please uh, give as much as you can regularly to support Wings of the Eagle because we have no support. I mean, this is 100% viewer-supported, um, or however you want to term yourself, a follower, a, a friend, a friend. Uh, because this ministry over oh, 10 years almost now... Um, just endeavors to do three main things. Connect the church, uh, preach salvation to Israel, and the gospel to Muslims. That's what we do. So if you support that, and not the normal way of, you know, signing a petition or, you know, sh whatever, trying to get on uh, the trend of the day. Um, but if you're really serious about it, and you know that, uh, without the support, it doesn't go anywhere. There is no, we get a very, very small amount from our home church, my home church locally, but I mean, it's, I just don't want to say because it's probably not right to say, but it's not enough to do anything uh, regularly. Okay, so we need you to step it up there. Thank you. All right. Um, what does it mean to crucify your flesh anyways? Didn't the, the Lord said, if you if you're my disciple, you follow me. If you're if you're my disciple, you take up your cross and follow me. Um, I always like to to pray about, meditate on. You know what exactly does that mean? Does it mean take up a piece of wood? Does it mean carry something um, around and around and around and around forever? Um, And uh, I'm sorry, bro. This is not time for advertisements. Um, it means what happens at a cross, what happens when Jesus took up his cross. It means kill your flesh. Put it on the cross so it means it's dead. This is symbolized in baptism. Right? 
Uh, we're supposed to go into that water, like into the tomb. We're dying. Just like my error in my connection is saying we're dying right now. That's that we rebuke that in Jesus' name because I don't know what other reason there is for that. Um, we must crucify our own fleshy desires, says what? There's so many scriptures on this. Take, make no provision for the flesh. What does that mean? Right? It means don't think about uh, your fleshly needs. God knows what you need. Don't worry about it. Um, there's a reason why we can't continue in the same way and follow Jesus as the Lord. It's not going to, it just doesn't work. It's not mathematically possible. I don't know how else to put it. Like what Jesus did, you do. It doesn't mean you're going to die for the sins of the world. Okay. Don't get me wrong there. Uh, but to put aside your old nature, when you go into, under that water in baptism, you're saying you're going to the grave. And when you come up again, it's like you're resurrected. You're, you're born again. Okay. You're born again. And that should mean something. It's not just a title that you put on yourself. Same old Chris Manti before and after. I just put the term born again before my name on my business card. Um, unfortunately, I don't know, unfortunately or not, but uh, unfortunately, from my point of view, it would be nice if it would just be a complete change, instantly, never have to do anything about it ever again, never have to, it's never going to come up. Well, it does come up. It comes up every day. That's why he says, we. I, Paul says, I die daily. Daily, you have to put yourself on there. With its passion and desires, crucify the flesh, mortify the flesh. All these scary words. Um, with its passion and desires. The, the flesh does not want to do spiritual things. It wants rewards, maybe, of after the spiritual work. Uh, it wants recognition. It wants money, right? I mean, you know, greedily. Uh, it wants pleasure. It wants it wants to sleep. It wants to eat. Um that kind of stuff. That's what it wants. It's what it's always going to want. It wants vindication. It wants recognition. I think I said recognition already. Uh, that's just what it wants. We have to kill that. We have to put it on the cross. The cross is able to take care of that. Jesus is able uh, to take care of that. Hey, Brother Will, bless you, my friend. You are a, a force. Um. A servant is not greater than his master, Will says. That is the facts. And that's one of the, well, that's the context of when Jesus says, take up your cross. Uh, they're going to hate you, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, a servant's not greater than his master, whereas I crucified my flesh. I didn't do my will even, but the Father's will. Um, right? And that, that extends to every realm you can think of. And here's our great sister, Micah. I didn't like that. I said great. She says, especially if you are a disciple, but those who wish or want to be my disciple, he says. Yeah. Even uh, 
even looking looking forward to those who would who would care to be. I think it's an ongoing situation, right? Like if if you really are, you're gonna do. It's just gonna show, right? It's just gonna be there. Um, and to crucify your flesh with its passion and desires is one of those things. I don't know how much more there is to say about it. Um, unless someone's confused about what it means. It means what it means. Uh, if, if your hand is causing you to sin, cut it off. Now, again, um, Jesus is not advocating for, you know, literal dismemberment of your, of your actual body, but he is saying, um, whatever is causing you to sin, cut it, just cut it from your life. It's even to the point where, you know, well, it's better to enter heaven lame, you know, with 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 one hand than to go to hell with two. Um, there's consequences for not taking care of that. I'm f hey, Keith. Uh, how am I doing today? Uh, pretty good. Thank you. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, I feel like um, I want to be focused. Again, my desire, my desire is to be. I want to do well for the. I want to make the Lord happy with the work that I put in. So I, I want to focus and be focused on like these podcasts and stuff. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just get on there and and um, see what happens. So here we are. We did pray today. For example, just because you asked, Keith, I thank you. I hope you are well, my brother. I hope you are my brother. If you know Jesus and you're born again, you are my brother. Uh, today, uh, we prayed, even though I didn't want to. And so I made myself do it. And then I made myself do it in public. Uh, not to not to show anything. It's just to not to make anything of it, like the Pharisees, but to gather Um folks who would pray to uh to maybe uh minister to somebody maybe to uh you know point the point them in the direction they need to be with the lord i don't know so i prayed on twitter with folks whoever i don't know no one else was live with me when i did it uh and then the end time church app so that's what i did today and then uh we're on here and some folks are responding who see there's some some friend right now on Facebook just give me a like on this title alone. Now that's a rare bird. Thank you, Justin. Uh, uh this is gotta be the worst title ever. So Will says, you know, if I wanted a good title, hold on, Will. If I wanted something that'll get, you know, hundreds of views or thousands of views, I would say something about some kind of prophecy. Maybe even say it's a Bible prophecy and new revelation about this prophecy or something about you know Israel or the, the Muslims or something. Anything hateful or borderline hateful would go right to the top of my views. Um self-adulation, you know, I got a word for you. You're gonna be you're gonna be blessed, you're gonna be uh you're gonna make money this month, uh, you know, you're gonna be rich, you're gonna be famous. The Lord wants to, you know, do this, the prosperity thing. That would give me a lot of views. 
whatever. Anyway, Will says, sadly, most Western Christians want heaven without counting the cost of following Jesus. Well, yeah, or a rapture. Before the bad stuff, right? I mean, it's the same difference, Will, isn't it? It's the same difference. That's why the we know that uh, uh, a teaching that says there's a rapture before the greatest tribulation of all time is bogus because God doesn't do that. He never done it. He's never done it. He's never going to do it. If 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 we're part of that um, generation of the church who sees the greatest hardship and tribulation ever, Jacob's trouble, if they if we're chosen basically to see those times it's we're blessed to do it not cursed right doesn't i mean peter all right count it count yourself blessed when you suffer for christ so if you think that's what's coming then wouldn't you want to be blessed it's not it's not um oh oh i see what you're saying will you get lots of views talk about pre-trip yeah i'll convert myself um reconvert yeah Juan says, hello, Juan. Juan says, don't focus on what the flesh wants or else the devil will hold your mind hostage. Well, the, here's that's a good, I like, I'm glad you said that, Juan. Because um, I'm not saying that's not the case, but we need to have discernment of the spirits. Okay? Um, par partially what that means is, we have to know what's our flesh and what's a spirit. Okay? The devil is not our flesh. Right? The devil is another person, is an entity. He's another thing. He's another individual uh, who does not have global power. I mean, he's not omnipresent. Right? He's not everywhere at the same time. Love you, Will. Yes, go back to work, please. Stop slacking off. Huh. Thank you. Thanks for checking in, Will. Appreciate you, brother. Will's a big part of our home church movement, by the way. If you're interested in that, go to homechurchinitiative.com. Um, right, okay, so there's the flesh, all right? That's its own thing. And the devil and evil spirits, demons, call it what you will, unclean spirits, that's another thing. They're not the same. Now, sometimes, if God permits it, um, like Paul, I'm thinking of Paul's example. Obviously, he was saved. He was born again. But he was also a special circumstance where, remember, Jesus says, I'm going to use him for my glory. I'm going to, through his suffering, Right, so he made sure that Paul's body hurt him all the time. That's not something we like to think about, but it's true. Um, and remember, it says Paul says, "I saw the I saw God three different times to take it away, but He says it should remain with a, this thorn in this in my flesh, or is depending on your translation, is an angel of Satan, messenger of Satan." Um, Something like that. 
was is in my flesh or sticking in there bothering me or won't go away so so god permitting physical pain and suffering from the enemy to what does it say to buffet me to buffet to uh, to keep a boundary make sure i don't get prideful or slip back into my old pharisee arrogance i think that's kind of what the point was right because that's what he was he was a pharisee of pharisees he knew everything nobody can tell him nothing about god's law because he knew it all therefore he thought he was persecuting uh, a false prophet and his followers called the christians right but um you know the followers of yeshua but obviously he shows up it corrects him on that but he keeps this his buffer this boundary up so he doesn't slip back into that pharisee mindset and um habit so anyway it's just it's just you know piling on to the same point which is it's an everyday situation until we go home to be with jesus or he returns and we get our new body um until that time every day is going to be a struggle um so anyway, that the flesh, that's just what it does, right? It just doesn't like to cooperate with the spirit, right? We're told that they are war, flesh and the spirit, but that's not demons, okay? That's not evil spirits. So because your flesh, um, if you're focusing on what the flesh wants, you're doing what the flesh wants. Now that may coincide with what the devil uh, wants you to be thinking about, okay, I agree, but it does not mean Satan himself is involved at all or a demon. It just means you're choosing your flesh over your spirit. Okay? Am I clear about that? So th there are times that where it's different. There's, a, there's an oppression, a spiritual oppression that's not from you. It's not internal. It's not your flesh. It's somebody else. That's a demonic situation. And again, now we can, I'm not going to debate here about believers versus non-believers and who can have demons and whatever um short version is no christian can be possessed the demon cannot control a believer they can af possibly afflict us like paul right if god allows it um or through our sin patterns or habits it's possible to open up that door to allow them in now i can i hear that um but it's not the same as an unsaved person who can be legitimately possessed and you actually have to cast out the demon for them to even be saved. Anyways, so it's a little different, okay? So the, the, get your flat, your flat, here's here's an expression that I repeat to myself and maybe it'll help you and we got to wrap this up here. You cannot crucify a demon and you cannot cast out your flesh. Or if you want to think of in the positive sense, you can only cast out a demon and you can only crucify your flesh. Does that make sense? Right? Um, you have total 1,000% every millisecond of your life control over what your flesh, whether you let it control you or not. You have power over it. You can say you're not doing that today. 
let's get it under control, crucify, go to the cross. Okay, that's your solution. And it will always work. Um, because Jesus made it work. The the demonic side, you can't crucify the demon, right? No, no matter how much you try to control yourself, you can't stop a demon from doing what he wants. You can cast it out. Like that's deliverance, right? Whether it be yourself or somebody else. There are certain times when you are not in control, or people are not in control, and that's maybe a spiritual um, entity involved and not just that person's flesh or their mind. Your mind is part of your equation, right? If you're not of the right mind, power, love, and sound mind, self-control, if you're if that's part of the equation. So anyway, I just want one, I just want to encourage you or maybe teach you a little bit on this. Um, they're different. Okay, your flesh that you can crucify is different than the devil. First of all, that remember again, the devil. I'm using that generically to every demon, okay, or every evil, wicked, unclean spirit. Okay, obviously, there's only one devil, and he's definitely not everywhere. He's one place at one time. He doesn't, you know what I mean? If he's over here in, um, I don't know, in India today, he's not going to be here in America. Or, you know, in Mexico or in Israel. Whatever the case is, yes, there are evil spirits, but again, they're different, okay? Let's focus on what we can focus on, control what we can control, which is we have the ability through Christ, through the grace of God, to crucify our flesh daily. That's how we walk with Jesus. That's how we hear from the Spirit. That's how we walk in the Spirit, think in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit, minister in the Spirit. You see the same word coming up over and over, because the flesh is not in the way. You're in the world, but you're not of the world. You're in your flesh body, but you're not like someone who's not born again, where your spirit actually is in control. The Holy Spirit is in control. And that's where the soul comes into it, is you are um, And I'm sorry, again, I'm looking at uh, a very poor video performance here, and I'm just so not happy about that. Anyway, uh, the the soul is what your decision-making, what you want, your will. Your will. What do I will? What do I want? What do I choose? What do I allow to control what's happening? Is it God in the spirit, or is it the flesh? And your own wants and desires, right? When your will aligns with God's will, with the Father's will is yours, like Jesus taught us, then it's easy to put your flesh on the cross, bury that, and do the Father's work. Okay. That's it. So much thanks to you. I love you so much. Again, I'm sorry for the... Uh, video issues here. We're going to have to work that out. Pray for that, and please give everything you can. Again, we are 100% dependent on you. There's no church other than a very small amount of my local church behind this ministry. I'm, that's, a, that's a fact. And we can't do this stuff. This What I'm talking to you on now costs money. I mean, this, this service. It's not free. So support us, please. 
See the book, by the way, fleetofthemountains.com. That is the website you go to uh, to read the book I wrote a couple of years ago or audiobook version, if you prefer that. Or best of all, I think, well, you can get it from Amazon. You get a PDF version immediately in your you know, electronic reader. That's fine, too. Uh, but I think the best version of Fleet of the Mountains is the course. Yes, it costs $49. So what? It's I think it's nine hours long. Uh, many, many hours and more information than what you get on the pages of the book. It's not that long, but if you want it, that's available to just go to the site there, fleetofthemountains.com. That's a good way to support us and get something from it and share. All right. Um, that's it. All right, guys. Love you all so much. Until next time, Four Wings of the Eagle and Unsealed. This is Pastor Manti. We will see you. By the way, I have open office hours, open church hours at 2 p.m. today. If you'd like to register for that, go to the app or uh, the Endtime app, endtime.app, um, or endtime.church slash events and sign up. You get a private link then to talk. Otherwise, we'll see you prayerfully Monday uh, for Endtime Church, and we'll see you then. Be blessed. And put that flesh on the cross. Be about the Lord's business. To hear previous episodes, to obtain resources, and to support this ministry, visit unsealedpodcast.com. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved.